0: <laughs> is that water or are you excited to see me oh, we're off to a good start ladies and gentlemen Time
1: for episode two of the Damn good day
0: show three two one we're live how Hi. are you
1: i'm so good how are you man
0: we're here <laughs> we're here started in santa monica now we're here right? actually in la was yeah. it santa
1: monica i don't know it's we did the difference.
0: podcast in la Oh, and in then Venice. we went and shot on the beach in Venice, and yeah. then we did that that pose for acro that you taught me. What is it called? <laughs> it's the you remember?
2: I think what that we was did a flag. We on, yeah, flag, flag. Yeah, flag. Yeah.
0: Well, was,
1: well we're gonna have to behind. revisit the flag. This one.
0: The flag. Like, on,
1: on the east coast, I feel we'll the, recreate.
0: The flag's great. I mean, you're one of the few people that I've you know has made that jump of just like friends that I knew that yeah. went from Cali to Miami.
1: Yeah. Well, like we were talking about it earlier, I. Could have never. I w- Well, first of all, I thought Florida people were crazy. Like I never thought I'd be a Florida girl because the whole country does a really good job of giving it a bad rap. And then I was out, you know, COVID. I found myself in Philadelphia and West Coast just seemed too far. Plus, California was still rather shut down. Came down to Miami on a vacation, rescheduled my flight twice, <laughs> and then went back <laughs> to Philadelphia. And 14 days later, I signed a lease.
0: That's one of the best feelings Miami, when you actually West. reschedule a flight. You well, know.
1: during that time, they weren't charging you to reschedule your flights. And so you're in Miami and it's like, well, don't leave. There's something really going on, you know, there's the next day and the next day. And so you just kept extending. And it was like the, I don't know good old days of COVID. And I
0: think the bubbliness, first of all, of your personality meshed so well with the culture here because there wasn't that super acro yoga squad and you really led the charge. I mean, you've really helped build that community. Oh, I don't know if
1: I could take credit for that. They have a pretty established community. In fact, Muscle Beach and South Point are the two things that you know kept me here. I came down, I saw a friend at Muscle Beach and a guy was holding a flag And then there was a girl on top of him twerking. And I was like, where are you? I'm coming. (laughs) So I came for the fun and I was completely blown away by the healthy and active lifestyle community down here. So that's what kept me.
0: And you've instantly integrated with all these people. Like every time I check out your Instagram or your story, you're constantly just doing crazy shit and that's something i've always admired about you is your ability to just find stuff and play you play (laughs) like you're six years old again you know you just have fun you see some shit and you climb it like a like a straight monkey
1: yeah i could be like out to dinner with you know the fan the friends or whatever the girls i'm like we're all dressed up i'm like hold my high heels i gotta climb this can you see that fence it's meant to be climbed um but it's funny to hear you say like oh i've been i've integrated so quickly because You know, internally, we all feel a little lonely. And I kind of feel like, gosh, where's my crew? Like, you know, when I first moved here, I had a really solid group. And they say, like, the group that catches you when you move probably won't end up being your long-term friends. But they kind of help you to integrate. Have you ever heard that?
0: I haven't heard that. But now that you say it, I can see some understanding there for sure.
1: Yeah, so I had a really solid group. And, I mean, it was beautiful. They really caught me for my move. And it kind of dissipated. And since then, I've yet to find my, like, I just want to sit in the same room as you and not even talk. Kind of people, you right. know what I mean? Like the, they're more like family than like you don't have to be on and that kind of thing.
0: So. For sure, being on is exhausting. Yeah. But you had a sick spot last time. Are you still at that spot? Uh huh. I loved that Thank spot. You. It was so cute. And your and your animals are just hilarious. You told yeah. me a funny story with one of your downstairs roommates at the time. Was <laughs> oh, everything good with them now?
1: They moved out. That's great.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Always remember to hang up. Can you imagine leaving an accidental voicemail like that?
0: Can you tell that story? All right.
1: So a bit of backstory. Uh I move in. Wait, where am I looking? Should I look at you? Should I look at a camera? I look
0: <laughs> wherever. <yeah. laughs>
1: good, yeah. I'll tell you.
0: Ask the video guy. What do you think, Scott?
2: Engaging. and it's always good. All right, all yeah. right. Yeah.
1: Uh, So as you know, my my downstairs neighbor, I've lived there for like five days, right? I've got like four women staying with me, no furniture, just air mattresses and suitcases that look like bombs have gone off. So admittedly, like it looked pretty crazy in there. And my downstairs neighbor comes up and he's like, oh, I brought you some leftovers and some edibles and let's trade numbers in case we ever need to talk. Sure, sounds great. He calls me. I decline it. He puts his phone back in his pocket and he goes downstairs and starts talking with his girlfriend and... And he just proceeds to talk like mad shit about me. Like, oh, the house, that apartment was so disgusting. Like, I don't know what's... <laughs> so anyway... <laughs> It went on and on and on. He, you know, she's like, "Is she pretty?" And he's like, "God, no! She looks like a forty-year-old Jewish man that just shaved his face. <laughs> like he did not hold back."
0: <laughs> that is nightmare fuel. Oh god.
1: So I'm, I'm a bit of a fucking firecracker. So I, st- I text message him his voicemail, and I go, "Oops, gotta remember to hang up with a clown emoji." He doesn't. It's like three in the morning, and he was pretty intoxicated in his defense. So the next morning at like nine a.m., I start getting the panic apology, like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. That was so out of hand. Like, please forgive me." and i'm so nice i start tape start texting back like it's okay no worries and one of my girlfriends there and she goes very many worries don't text that back and he's never getting his tupperware back and i was like
0: yeah no screw that guy <laughs> Anyone saying that type of stuff about you oh, they did not pass the vibe Jack. You. thank you Cheers. <laughs> yeah no that's that's gnarly that's hilarious no, that's... rule of thumb there is don't uh don't record yourself like there's a software that a lot of tech companies use now called gong I mean, if you're in pretty much any tech startup, Gong is running the world right now. And what Gong does is it records all of your calls, right? Oh. And it's good because what happens is that if you miss something, you can listen to it and you can listen to teammates' calls and it's really collaborative. But there's a new level of privacy that's gone. So sometimes they, they... fixed it since but sometimes it's recording before the prospect gets on or the prospect gets <laughs> off and it's still recording so i've had times where someone's like yo ian uh we, we got to delete this one because uh y- you were just painting a wall for an hour i'm like well thank god i was just <laughs> doing that you know <laughs> gotta be careful in today's environment you know Yeah. just never know what's happening
1: i mean admittedly i my new downstairs neighbor funny enough the woman who took the, the guy's space the couple's space i accidentally called her on you know just dialed her and it was well I was definitely talking shit and I called her I'm like so how much did you just hear she goes I didn't hear anything I'm like I still don't know if she's
0: telling the truth she gonna learn today <laughs> wise man once said that blade gang coming in hot when have are you, we gonna go have, rollerblading I, I love it Ever? rollerblading is my favorite thing to do because I don't understand runners do you run
1: I actually just started running and I never thought I could and I cold ran nine miles and then the next day I had eight miles barefoot. And I was like, apparently, I'm a on the, now.
0: On the beach or like a pavement? Half
1: concrete, half pavement, or half beach, half pavement.
0: Damn. So you got some yeah. strong feet. You got I the do. hobbit feet going look at on. them.
1: They're huge and like well calloused.
0: Damn. It, it,
1: look at this big toe. This is how I balance. The
0: secret to sure. a well calloused foot is just straight walking without it.
1: Just growing up as a hillbilly, I think, was like my foundation. Like we were just in the mountains and like if we needed to go out and get some firewood for the fireplace and it could be like dead of winter, you would just quickly run out and get some wood barefoot you know
0: you know how they say that that's our natural state yeah do you you, you know anything more about that
1: well totally i mean not only are we talking about like the skeletal benefits are we talking about the electromagnetic pulse of the earth like what or where are we trying but either way Mm, like we'll
0: start with those two i can
1: take the shoes off you know what i mean you take them off right now
0: yeah i should take (laughs) off.
1: i came over wearing my cute little like rag and bone heels and i lasted like three minutes i have
2: like very socks on though these are my preferred
1: oh uh, what are those
2: they're like tai chi shoes oh okay they do so, kind of look
1: like old people slippers yeah you know them like both yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> old people slippers can we cut that part <laughs> uh, we, there was a uh, we were the other day me and sky like basically like late night sometimes we smoke and chill and just come out here and just chill in the podcast studio and just giggle and geek out yeah And like, yeah, we were thinking of making some sort of podcast after dark type (laughs) things. Or we're going to have a show just called Blankets. And the idea is that you just make the house super cold, like 64 (laughs) degrees, and just have a bunch of blankets. And it's just like crazy colors and lights.
1: So the the weed's good, is what you're saying. Oh, yeah. (laughs)
2: Cali weed
1: it's called blankets and there's lighting
0: <laughs> it's fun when you can just act like a kid again yeah, anytime man. you can get into that state of just being a joyous person that's not caught up in these societal things like mm-hmm. that's that's awesome and i feel right. we as a society need to do a better job at that right because it's so easy to get caught up in bullshit, and then all of a sudden you look in the news and like a famous actor died or your friend has some crazy morbid disease and, and you realize Life is so precious and spending time with people that make you appreciate Mm. it is so important. So that's why I like talking to you Mm. (laughs) because you're always doing that. You're always rock. And I'm sure every day is not up and gippity like, you know, you're constantly like, like you said, you put on a face, you you be that way. But when you're by yourself, right, that's when, you know,
1: well, full transparency, I didn't cancel on Monday because I had a migraine. I canceled on Monday because I was experiencing a really deep bout of depression. And I was like, what am I going to talk about? You know? Got to deal with me first, and then and then we share. So, yeah, it's not always happy, and and life is. It's interesting for me. It's like this dance with depression. You know, like I think it's gone, and then like out of nowhere, here we are. You know, and um. But I the the lows last. You know, for less time than they used to, and the highs are much higher. And so it's just uh, it's like a constant dance.
0: Do you, you think know? there's like triggers? Because um, like for example, my gut is for sure, sure a trigger sure so when my gut is inflamed yeah. my anxiety goes up my yeah. ability to deal with pressure goes down significantly yeah. like i'll have panic attacks over the most stupid little like responsibility sure. like i'd have a call with a prospect right i i know i'm about to pitch mm-hmm. right and i would just like my heart would start beating through my face right right so you can align (laughs) (laughs) but it's not like like that anticipation it's like i'm freaking out right and because my body's inflamed it's like not good versus the vagus
1: nerve is no longer communicating and you're sitting in that constant sort of fight or flight or the you know sympathetic
0: state or in other areas i'm just rock solid like i ordained my friend's wedding and i felt great during it i was just like boom good morning (laughs) party people you know there's a lot of love coming on this boat tonight i felt good i wasn't nervous right? right So that's a trigger, but right. do you have, do you sense any triggers for you? Uh,
1: you know, I mean, there's definitely gotta be some, but I, I kind of envy that yours is this, like, it's like a like you know, right. You know what it is. And for me, I'm like, I wonder who's going to wake up tomorrow morning. Will it be fun, Aubrey? Will it be shy, Aubrey, you know? So they're more like subtle triggers. Obviously there's like hormones, you know, no. I think like I'm starting to just a grown woman and track my period and understand that oh there's always a little bit of a dip every month that's gonna that's why it feels so repetitious but so I was just talking to my therapist about it today and it's the idea of like creating such a solid unbreakable pattern that when there are those lows and when there are those dips like you have routine and you have kind of that that pattern that you fall back on to right whereas like I work for myself and up until Monday I smoked like an eighth of weed a day and just like (laughs) you know my life um I've created a life with I think a lot of blind spots that I didn't realize were just not serving me and I think I've smoked weed since I was like 16 years old and then I've just always believed that I'm shy and that I'm anxious and that I'm antisocial. but the caveat there like, you almost like, like made the, yourself
0: believe that
1: yeah oh yeah no I'm just like I'm the shy girl you because know it's I mean? interesting
0: because if you didn't Everybody I, says that. They're yeah, like, what no, do you mean?
1: You're shy? And I'm like, you don't feel the palpitations or like sweating armpits that's going on and just by having like, not today, but a lot of times, you know, like the idea of going out to dinner with friends is like sometimes not exciting to me. It's literally stressful. Right. And it's like, well, maybe don't hit the bong five times before you walk out the front door. OBS. Maybe
0: I can't smoke and be social. Right? right.
1: So yeah, cutting that out. And I did, I did a bufo ceremony last night. Are you familiar?
2: You have to explain that. What's a bufo? I know bufo. what boofing so, is. Yeah, are you boofing?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I need to know what boofing is now. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> let's start with yours. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, so, bufo is it's frog medicine, it's DMT, it's the 5MEO
2: DMT. 5MEO DMT, okay.
1: Yeah. So, frog medicine, okay. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, if you I heard, don't know
0: anything about DMT, by the way, just besides stuff I hear in Joe Rogan's uh, podcast.
2: Yeah, five meo is the strongest DMT you can hit. It's where certain strands of DMT, you're more conscious in, in your body. Five meo supposedly takes you out. I haven't done it, but yeah, there's
1: NN DMT, which is going to be a little bit more like hallucinogenic, and then there's the five meo, which is, I believe, psycho active or something like that but it's i've done both and when i did the other dmt you see like kaleidoscopes and visuals like the walls don't exist you don't exist right but you still see a lot of things and with this other one it's like it's like pure connection to source like you do know what
0: type s- of environment did you do it in
1: um i worked with some a guide right and so he's got all these like nice like you know you walk in and the music is playing and the candles are lit and there's in this miami big, uh-huh. Yeah, and a high rise, very Miami, huh? <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's all these like traditional style pillows and blankets and he's got all his like trinkets and like feathers and sprays and you know what I mean, the whole, the, the whole, whole vibe. Yeah. And you read a prayer, you do a little breath work together, you set your intention and and then you smoke as much smoke as you can in one hit and hold it in. Um, and so I did that and we, we I came out, and we processed it and he's like, yeah, you're – he was like, you have a very hard shell. He's like, you're like a, a hard-boiled egg, and we were, we've were we been trying to crack that shell, and we made a little crack. And he's like, I really think we should do another round, which from what I understand is also like pretty rare. Like you aren't going to just like smoke DMT again in it. Like I've watched a few or facilitated, you know, held space. And one guy came up, and he's like, wow, that was so beautiful. Can I do that again? And the guide was like, no, no, this is a spiritual experience, not a drug. Like we're not trying to just tap back into – so I came out and he's like, "You ready to go again?" <laughs> I was like, "Are you fucking kidding?" It is the scariest. I mean, not for everybody. Mine is. Mine was very, very terrifying. It literally feels like I knew when it was going into it, it was going to be intense, and it ended up feeling like right before I smoked, I felt like I was jumping out of a plane with an air without a you know parachute. Like really? Yeah. And he, he's like, "Your ego knows." This is the it's they they describe it as the ultimate ego death. Um. So like, he's like, "We got to go again." I'm like, "Okay." And he's like, we need to smoke more. So he upped my dose and I, you know, hit it as big as I could. And then I went a couple more times till it felt like I was going to explode and laid back. And yeah, still no breakthrough, lots of resistance. Like um, we talked over a lot of things, though, and he kind of came up with this theory that I might need to work with a female, like that there I need the feminine energy in order to fully surrender. Uh to, to, to like um due to part of me, like family trauma and social trauma or even like personal trauma with men. So right. doing it again in like two weeks, uh with a female, so we'll see how it goes.
0: Damn. Okay. Damn, so is that was it an overall enjoyable experience or is it just kinda like you're taking this guy's word for it?
1: I would not describe what I experienced as enjoyable. I would describe it as like
0: Do you think you broke a layer of the of the foundation oh yeah, that you've built? Oh yeah.
1: It's it's I would describe it as like doing the sprint. Like it didn't feel good but and you don't immediately have ripped quadriceps but something happened, right? You right. it's the workout, it's the work. And the, yeah, so doing the second round, I was like, no, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not ready for this. I want to go home and hit the bong and forget all about this fucking journey I'm on. But it's in those you got to show up when you really don't want to. You got to try again, again and again and put in the work. And that's really what it felt like was soul work.
0: When it comes with therapy, do you feel that going to a licensed therapist that, for example, is a licensed therapist they talk to people for a living sure is that more beneficial or is it more beneficial just to kind of talk to one of your best friends and like giggle for two hours
1: i think you need both and that's kind of the so i just got a therapist i spoke to her for the first time today and she asked me she said so what have you done in the past to try and address this depression and i was like well you know i quit drinking three years ago and then after that i couldn't really think of anything that i've done that was like by the way long congratulations hair. thanks except i've started drinking a little bit again here in miami so okay I can't
0: well you play. did it for three years and you right. know you can right you know you can that's cool
1: yeah i think it's um alcohol is not the problem it's a thing that i turn to when i'm sad and so Probably eliminating it again for a little bit of time and kind of like doing more of the work, but I don't feel so intense about alcohol as I did before. Like, the way I see it is if you have a problem, you will find a way to self harm or to overindulge in anything, whatever's out there. You know what I mean? So. Like finding a little more balance in life. Like um, you know, you can be healthy and you can still eat some shit food. You can be very spiritual and you can still enjoy a bottle of wine with your friends at brunch. And
0: well, one of my one of your superpowers is your ability to be so vulnerable. Right? <laughs> like you talk about this with. You're talking about some deep, hard stuff. And even the first time we spoke, about it, you were the same way. You're just like, yeah, 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 I'm going through this, this, this. It's crazy. it's crazy. And that's why people vibe with you. That's why people like you, right? <laughs> yeah, you have such good... You. You're just open. You're honest about the human experience, which thank is you. crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. My therapist was like, you know, I know it's going to take as so many sessions and you don't have to peel back the layers. I started laughing. I was like, no, I'm good. You want to talk about my family trauma? Like, you can learn anything. I'll tell a stranger anything, you know, I don't... It's... Um, I don't have that kind of shame the you know so actually as I was saying that that brought me back to what I wanted to say a minute ago was the idea of like not nurturing friendships and not trying hard enough and showing up when I'm feeling good. And then when I'm sad, I feel lonely. And I'm like, Oh, Obs, maybe it's cause you have 140 on read text messages, <laughs> you know, maybe you need to try a little harder and show up and, and then kind of looping in you asked, is it better to talk to a good friend and just giggle for a few hours or a therapist? And it's like, well, I think you need both. Yeah. So I hired the therapist I'm reaching out to friends. I did the Bufo ceremony. i you know, it's like whatever I think, the, the real problem is in society, modern day society, a lot of our lives fail to fulfill those like very, very like basic and necessary n- components for happiness, right? You need to be truly needed. Uh, you need connection, you know, you need that purpose. Um, and we need to sing and we need to dance and create. And I think that like look at the high rises and I just imagine each one is like this little box and everybody has their own little life that's like developed inside those little boxes. And imagine how many of those people go to bed at night, just like wishing they had somebody to talk to. And they're literally on the other side of this wall, you know, and, um, that's a yeah, crazy that's thing deep. for me to think about. It really is. And we're all just, we're so close, but we're so disconnected. And then we hold these really important jobs and we're successful, whatever. But deep down, I think in our conscience, like, you know that you're replaceable. You know that business could go out of business. And it's not like when you were the hunter and gatherer of your tribe, your job wasn't going to go anywhere. You're I going to be needed. We should, and- have,
0: we should live in some sort of like community.
1: Oh, Are you guys ready? Can I come? Let's go.
0: We should live in a community. <laughs> Don't know who talks Sorry, about this started. all the time is Dan Hunt. Shout out, Dan. I love you, Dan. Hi, Dan. Um, I don't know you. He's just such a great person. But the community, I feel, is so much more realistic because, first of all, it's impossible to do all the normal things you need to do on a daily basis. Like, imagine a single mom, right? (laughs) To just, number one, run a household is crazy enough, right? Right. But then again, working a full-time job, then having all the responsibilities of, of maintaining health, looking after somebody. And then trying to, like, heaven forbid, date or do any of those things. It's impossible. But if you live with a tribe, Mm -hmm. right, someone can do cooking that day. Someone can do this that day. But it all comes with these, like, ebbs and flows. Sometimes, like, for me, when I was living alone, because I lived alone for the last two years... You know, there's sometimes I love it. And right. I'm like, this is great. Right. This is fantastic. And then there's other times I'm like, I'm lonely. Yeah. I want to talk to a homie. I know. I need to get a main thing <laughs> <chat, you know?
1: laughs> I've been just going down to my downstairs neighbors at like one in the morning. I'm like, so you guys want some friends? Like, can we hang out? But I think,
0: <laughs> I think the big thing for me has always been my... Anytime I get really sad about something, number one, it's because of health issues because I start going down a dark path. You start sure. thinking like dark thoughts. You know, mm-hmm. when you think dark dark thoughts, then it's bad, right? Yeah. You gotta not think dark <laughs> thoughts. And a big time of doing that is when I'm not doing anything. Like right. sometimes I'll sit on a couch and I'll just realize I didn't do anything. I just scrolled Instagram for yeah. 30 minutes and I'm like, worse than i was before right but once you get on a task and you just start working that task mm-hmm. it's great like i've just been installing these clu these hedges these clusia totally f that up by the way that was my biggest fail as a homeowner <laughs> i spent like four grand on hedges and they all died <laughs> Wait,
1: because you, pl- you planted them poorly they were like low quality it, it's because
0: my soil sucks yeah it, yeah okay. my soil's ass it's straight sand <laughs> so i had to irrigate it the whole thing out i brought in like seven <laughs> foot tall hedges because i wanted privacy yeah I had to irrigate it out and replant it. And now I give them a nice soil bed, but I love the hard labor. I yeah. love it. It just gets me out there. I'm building myself. I'm building the building my land. Right. You know? <laughs> it's like deep tribal primal shit, you know?
1: Yeah. But I mean, back to what you were saying about the tribe, whether it's like, you think too about like the earth, the environmental effect of us all living in our own little cubby holes and like just even imagine one high rise and every single person has their own blender. Every person has their own strainer, you know? And it's like, it's just this like overconsumption, and we're just, you know what I mean? The other
0: side of that, that I was going to go towards and leading to your point is that it is also being great in a tribe, but it's also so great to have your space to get away. Yeah. You know, if you yeah. can have both, that's like happiness, yeah. right? <laughs>
1: yeah okay i think we always want what we can't have though you know it's
0: so true we always want the next challenge
1: yeah because yeah. i you know i live alone and i walked in and i'm looking around I'm like man i want a roommate i swear i thought that within five minutes of being here i'm like this has good vibes you know yeah when i but
0: b- before i mean like so sky moved in with me shout out sky aka yo, yo. podcast editor aka <laughs> prince of staff aka the man who does everything best video guy in the planet ooh, ooh. um but I made a pros and cons chart, right? Mm-hmm. I literally just write out pros and cons. I know yeah. I do this whenever I make a big decision, mm-hmm. whether it's like, like starting a new job or a new career or like even a relationship. Like I always just do a pros and cons because <laughs> that helps me like organize my thoughts. Yeah. Basically, I'll write down a thing that's important to me and then I'll rank it one through ten, right? Okay. And then I just see what which points are more. Uh-huh. And the you know, roommate... You can only live with certain people. Right. I've lived with Sky and met in way worse scenarios than this. There's four four dudes in a two-bedroom apartment when we were <laughs> in San Diego. But when you're 22, you don't care. Right. And that was the one of the best years of my life. Right. But I think it's also because life's so simpler then. Right. You're not thinking about running and managing all this stuff, right? We're mm-hmm. not dealing with societal pressures and whatever. And as we age, we have these midlife crises and whatever. Yeah. We're just worried about like what's what are we gonna do for fun today? Yeah. How do we eat and what are we gonna do for fun today? Yeah. So that's the cool tribe mentality. It's less focused on it's the focus on the hunts. You have your job and you're part of this family that looks after each other. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, man. I definitely need. I think you should come chill here more. This is I a, was actually. I was.
1: I'm gonna be inviting myself for we're sure. We're building a, a vibe here. Out. You know, we're building like a it.
0: tribe. <laughs> We got, the cold, we got the shower outside. We got the sauna. did you
1: got a coconut tree in the backyard. Oh, we lots
0: got lots of coconut trees. What a
1: vibe, you guys. I'm we so happy for you, man. Here.
0: Yeah, it's nice. It's so cool. We got so much mango trees. It's crazy. You have
1: a mango tree? Four. Can I have some mangoes for you? Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah We already
0: picked some for you. You're going to go home with like 12.
1: I love Miami. Shout yeah. out Miami.
0: <laughs> it's so great. I love. I, it's really special. I like Florida more than any place I've ever lived.
1: I like. Wait, I know that we, obviously, we had our podcast in the LA area, but I'm just processing, like, this is three San Diego kids. Oh, not that we're born there. But you know what I mean? Like I spent 13 years there. San Diego feels like home.
0: San Diego's the last pocket of California that is impressive. <laughs> Every everywhere else in Cali sucks, in my opinion.
1: Ooh, shots fired. Shots fired. I mean, I agree, but I wouldn't. I'd, I'm too scared to speak my mind most of the time. <laughs> no,
0: the truth. The truth. You're gonna pay an extra 11 to live there everything is everyone's just so woke and upset and soft you know (laughs) it's like all those things it's i love people are so scared (laughs) of saying what they want to say yeah um it there's just like a homeless epidemic right right? that's just there's nothing being done about it and you just look on the side and there's people doing heroin yet you'll get a speeding ticket Mm -hmm. like it's crazy right it's crazy yeah you know
1: it's pretty fucking backwards it's turned into like the new san francisco
0: San Francisco, well, SF in LA particularly is what I'm highlighting here. Because right. I don't think San Diego's like this. San Diego's no. like the last pocket of beautifulness. is
1: pretty cool too.
0: I think anything under like <laughs> south of LA is pretty awesome. Okay.
1: Really because
0: really. that's kind of in that San Diego ish vibe and energy.
1: No, Slow's up like five hours north of San
0: Diego. I don't think I've ever slow? been Slow? What is Slow? What does Slow stand Never for?
1: I'd have to Google it. There's, I know there's a school there and they have like block yard parties it's just north of LA. It's like two hours north of LA. Mm. No? The
0: other thing. Anyway. The positives <laughs> of California, there's no mosquitoes or bugs. I used to, like, that's amazing. Oh, I
1: get eaten by the mosquitoes here, man.
0: Visually, they have the better beaches, visually. Yeah. Right? But, like, the water's Experientially. always cold. kind of, like, the water's not as nice. It's yeah, like, it's, like, black it's like and cold.
1: <laughs> right but the waves were epic. Like you could actually do things. I miss that. I come 100%. and just sit at the beach here and it's like, it's such a different vibe. We're like in beach cabanas and
0: they have the best tacos, the here best here or San Diego, Me- San Diego, yeah. best Mexican. Yeah. And they have the, uh, like you can go freaking skiing four right. hours away. Big Shout Bear. out Mammoth mountain. That's, That's a one? beauty a gem. Mammoth mountain. Mm-hmm. And then they have the mountains. You can go camping. There's federal land. You mm-hmm. can go out there with the boys. Like I actually didn't really take advantage of that until like a few months before I left oh, so really? I, I would have everyone living in, in Cali you have to take advantage of the right. beautiful mountains
1: I mean I used to do like one trip out to Joshua Tree every like couple months just solo throw my camping gear in my car and like and by camping gear I mean things to like cook with and then I would just sleep on my yeah. crash pad in my sleeping bag and just kind of uh, you know under the stars and and then if, if you go in after they close the gates, you don't have to pay the camp fee. And then if you wake up and pack everything up by like 6.30, you won't get a ticket <laughs> from the Rangers. And you just like go join someone else's campsite. Camping make some coffee needs to and happen
0: more. Like I want to camp so bad. I miss bad. the whole camping I wanna season I want to get a camping here. crew to do three, like six to eight people go out yeah. and just camp. You i know? got a
1: Yeti. Let's go. a <laughs> Yeti in a, a
0: tent. Oh, yeah. That would be so much fun. We've been talking about it. Like... like i think it's, like gonna it's be too tough in hot in the- now it'll be we hot, missed yeah. it we missed the what's the dates? probably november to march is the best times
2: uh i
1: mean i, I- february yeah, yeah by I february, pretty...
0: it's pretty hot yeah it's not where
2: is the main camp spot in florida like i've been t- up towards orlando that's where all the crystal clear lakes are so i'm thinking that but it's it's really overpopulated those areas I had some like friends just attraction. do like
1: a really cool kayak trip. They kayak for like a couple hours out to their camp spot. And it was pretty cool. That is pretty like a cool trip.
0: I mean, you could definitely get some battery powered fans to make it work, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> but just getting out there is, is important. Yeah. You know, I agree. And you, you have a dogs, right? Uh, one dog. Would you bring the dog? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. he's a fun little boy. That's good.
1: Yeah. He's kind of a pain in the ass, but he's great. Do you have
0: a dog? I'm getting a dog.
1: I thought I heard an animal as I walked up.
0: That's Scott. That was just me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you killed my joke. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't admit to the joke. But no, I'm getting a... um. The biggest responsibility you can get a Buceron. It's a mix between a German Shepherd and a Rottweiler. It's a big dog.
1: And you're excited about this?
0: So stoked. All right. Well, I live in a house with yeah, a big yard. Yeah. And I um, i grew up with dogs my whole life. I love the safety of it. I yeah. love the hominess of it. Yeah. Um, I have the real estate to do it. Yeah. And I love just the, the love. Yeah. There's just nothing like the love a dog gives. But I like a dog that serves a purpose. Right. I don't like a cute little. I, make it a little, like, yappy I want a dog. that's <laughs> like, yo, this homie rolls in. It's like everyone respect. There's a new marshal in town. You know,
1: I've uh, I've recently experienced the English Bull Terrier breed and I'm in love. I didn't know they existed before. And it is just the coolest dog. Do You know, have you met one? No. It's like the target dog. Do you know what I'm talking about? They have like that egg nose and the funny little face.
0: Not the one from Toy Story. Maybe. Yeah, it is
2: the one from Toy Story. Oh, and like Friday
1: that... After Next or Next Friday or whichever movie it was. Remember when he like this, the the like Cholos have the dog that's really mean that they're all afraid of, and they like.
0: I mean, Toy. It's is it. It's definitely. I like
1: that you know Toy Story more than Next Friday or Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I don't fucking know. Maybe.
0: Everyone knows Toy Story, like.
1: <laughs> but anyway, they're so so, like hyperactive and cool and adventurous. they're they're like the clown dogs like they can jump like seven feet in the air horizontally while having movement you know or from dead stop and then we'd like take her out for walks in the morning and you know like the palm fronds fall you know overnight and they, they'd be like 30 feet long and pretty heavy and she'd pick it up and carry it for like a mile just walking with it in her mouth and everybody would you know you're like going in front of Pura Vida and everybody would stop and film <laughs> her and I'm like oh but yeah, I live apartment life right now. So it's like it's like a pipe dream. I Someday think, I want a big dog.
0: I think a big thing with the dog is that you need to build a tribe to have the dog. Yeah. Going back to tribe. Because yeah. like if I have this big dog, you know, obviously I have Sky here, but like that's great. And you can put him to doggy daycare, but I don't want to put him in a kennel right. or any of that no. stuff. So you need to make friends with dog people. Yeah. That from a young age they know the dog right like one great hack that my dad uses is you get a dog walker to walk the dog Mm -hmm. every single week Mm -hmm. as they're young so they get used to that person right and then you also like see if that girl would or that whoever that walker is would board the dog for a fee Mm -hmm. so that now they're it's like a friend right because if you don't have like your mom or dad or siblings that live near you that can take the dog Mm because if you have that it's so easy right you know yeah it's like dropping your homie off coming back (laughs) i don't know, everyone has different opinions when it comes to like dog etiquette it's, yeah no, you I realize a... the society sucks when you see a cute dog video and there's just douchey comments <laughs> right. like oh well why didn't you take your dog for a walk like all right take it easy brad you know
1: <laughs> um i i found a really good dog sitter and it's my dog actually likes him more than me i have these videos where i'm like getting to go drive. I get to the place. I park and my dog's like scratching at the window and yapping. And then the guy comes downstairs and he was like trying to ask me where I was going on vacation. And my dog's barking at him like, wrap it up. Let's go. And he texts me. He's like, this was the second time he babysat him. He's like, we got out of the elevator and he sprinted down the hallway and went right to my front door and started scratching like, let me in, let me in. And So yeah, he actually has a, I think, I honestly think he likes being around boys. He's a little boy dog. And this is like, I think he really enjoys his dog sitter time. So I don't feel bad at all. I think it's like his dog his like boy time, you know? He's like, Yeah, peace out, mom. <laughs>
3: for the boys.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah.
0: but I have yeah. a dream of having a house with two main coon cats. <laughs> this is the a second dog. time
1: you've brought up main coon cats. Well, since that's I've, been a th- I've
0: been on a deposit list for the main coon. <laughs> okay. But since then I've decided that if they do end up calling me, which I don't think they will for at least another year because yeah. apparently they're they're just not making love. <laughs> if I get the main coon, I'm getting a black smoke main coon. I'm getting okay. Gucci gangster main coon right (laughs) it's gonna be huge but I can't get a dog and a cat that's psycho yeah but I can get a dog and then in the future see if I can get a cat
1: oh you would own them at the same time because I was like I have two cats and a dog does that make me extra psycho but I didn't get them at the same time that's what you were saying
0: oh no that's actually kind of psycho shut up fuck off First of all, I love cats. It is a lot
1: of work. I'm not going to lie. Like you said, when I go out of town, I've got to have like the cats can't be displaced. So I have to have somebody either come stay or somebody I trust come by two times a day. But cats
0: are self Like like, they can survive.
1: Yeah, my cats are really needy. My one cat like licks himself constantly while I'm gone. And then when I get home, his whole belly is bald. (laughs) Like He's very, very lonely when I travel. So I try to make sure whoever's babysitting him will go and like cook dinner at my house or you know be there for a few hours rather than just like go in pet them feed them and leave um but my neighbors are pretty good about it last time i traveled my neighbor's ac was out so she didn't mind staying at my place
0: but. you just inspired me so much i'm like thinking could i have a dog and a cat they're <laughs> <laughs> gonna silence these thoughts <laughs> do it do it
1: and if you get them at the same time they'll be friends you i always think i that wanted that period.
0: like that makes total sense but i was also thinking like What's better to get a cat first or a dog first if you had to do it?
1: Cat first.
0: I was thinking that as well because then the dog grows up with the cat as a puppy and he gets to know him. But at the same time, you just don't want to like come home I was, to a dead kitten, you know. But I was also <laughs> thinking like if the dog knows, because dogs have this inherent sense of what's family. If you teach them, yeah, right, like that. My, I've, I've been able to get that in the in the past, right? Yeah. And then if the kitten just has zero Fs as a kitten, it's just jumping on the dog's face. And the dog realizes like, shit, this is like this little baby. Yeah. And then hopefully he takes him under his wing. You know (laughs) what I'm saying? Right. That would be the goal. Well,
1: I think animals are an extension of their owners and you're pretty cool. So I'm sure your dog would be, you know, well-trained and like a little caretaker.
0: That'd be sweet. Yeah, man. That and then I want to one day have a 500, like a huge fish tank, like huge (laughs) fish tank, like massive. You just
1: like taking on extra responsibilities or... That sounds like a fucking lot, man.
0: I mean, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't do that till like future. Yeah. Like a like, long time. When right. I want to have a, like a tribe.
1: Right. <laughs> Back to the tribe. Oh, man. I mean, really though, it's, uh, I wonder, like I'm, you know, I'm 34 and I think about that lifestyle and I'm like, I would go do that. But then it's, is that one of those things that you just think about and think about and then it never happens. And then you're like 70 and you're like, oh, it would have been a really cool way to live, you know?
0: So it's like oh the tribal lifestyle, yeah,
1: or like a commune, big piece of property, a couple houses, and like some people. Well, there was like this
0: meme where it's like all my friends are getting married, but let's normalize me and my best friends renting a mansion. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of gangster, right? You know,
1: right? Like a little creator house. I've always wanted to be one part part of one of those. I have a friend who's in. It's just like they do like stunt fighting, and they then they're like making funny videos, and then it's like adventurous stuff, and it's just like. 10 fucking you know young adults and kids just living together creating content and
0: that's literally what me and sky are doing right now you guys are so cool but not like that not jumping off the wall like Logan paul stuff but but that would be really cool for sure i mean i think it would get overwhelming to live with that many people like but i think the biggest thing is having a level of privacy that's just the thing like i could never live with certain people because like like I trust Sky. I can leave and I know my stuff's going to be okay. Right, right. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> well, that's like a fundamental to friends. So if you're... Right. You need you know, to you know, just gotta, trust people, right? Who do you have in your life, my guy?
0: And that's, and that's <laughs> tough. You got to ask yourself those questions, you know? Like, who, who do you have? And to have good friends, you need to be a good friend. Right. You know? You need yep. to reciprocate. What you put out, you get. So...
1: <sighs> that comes back to what we were talking about, man. I'm like when I get sad, right? I sit there and I look at my phone and scroll, like we were talking about, and I'm like, no, well, no one's texted me in like a week. And I said that to a friend and he's like, well, Aubrey, you have 140 unread text messages. Like a lot of people have tried a lot of times and you just didn't show up. You know, you're like busy living your own life or like, I, you know, I'm, I'm an artist. I'm kind of a loner. Like if I'm editing or filming, whatever, I'm like, oh, I'll get back to it later. And then a week goes by and I'm like, Eh. <laughs> and then i just never do <laughs> so just trying to really like how do i want people to show up for me okay well and let me start on the other side let me show up for people um, right. and see where that takes me for so, sure yeah. and
0: i mean from the outside in first of all two-time american ninja warrior <laughs> okay
1: would have been three time but i had to be fully vaccinated and i didn't want to play that game <laughs> so I said no crazy
0: times such a cool thing that you even got involved in that in the first place Thanks, you know man. that takes courage
1: yeah i mean it's uh the first time they they reached out and asked if i would be interested in trying out and full transparency i was like there's no way i'm gonna do very well but you know 500 unique viewers can't be a bad thing <laughs> in my line of work sure national television let's try it and then the second year it was like my personality like it was like i lived and breathed ninja you know what i mean it, 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 yeah it ends up defining you after so you But get, you were
0: uncomfortable with it and then you became like you, you loved it
1: i so man it's like the drive for all because it's it's there's like it's like a it's a competition or a thing like a line in the sand that sort of like play goes hand in hand with all the play that i do you know so i had to change up my my play a little bit and i you know as far as like training is concerned but At the end of the day, like... It also
0: basically gives you more of, like, a professional look. It's like, oh, no, I'm not just this shit. Like, like I'm a straight Ninja Warrior. Dude, I
1: swear. I can be in a bar and they'll be like, man, please get down. And my friends will be like, she's done Ninja Warrior twice. And they're like, oh, fuck, really? And they get out their phone instead. Like, they go from asking me to get down to wanting to (laughs) capture me being, you know, my shenanigans. Uh, But also, on that note, thank you, Miami, for just being the chillest place ever. I, like... You know what I mean? Everywhere I've climbed around the world, somebody takes issue with it. I've actually gotten in, like, real trouble. People get upset when you climb buildings, apparently. I don't know. Anyway, um, but in Miami, it's like I, people are so supportive, you know. <laughs> it's You can literally – it's like the Wild West here. You can do anything you want. Have you taken jet skis out on the water? or like a boat out i haven't like...
0: done jet skiing here but boating a ton okay yeah. it's the Can boating life a boat here is the best. <laughs> that's know. what i would i'd love to own a boat before like an insane car yeah any second oh like, for sure for especially
1: sure. in a place like miami like half of the miami life happens out on water it's the best it is the
0: best and that's another yeah. reason why i mean i don't want to just like to be a poop on cali but like there's no boating life in california it's not like people are just jumping on boats mm-hmm. on a tuesday or whatever here it's, you can go out on a boat and be entertained for 12 hours, right? Right. You got the Bahamas 50 miles offshore, Mm -hmm. the best spearfishing and marine life ever. Um, and as long as we maintain our oceans, that's gonna, hopefully we can keep that going.
1: So many tangents my brain just picked up on. (laughs) First, I wanted to wrap up and say, well, take a jet ski out and you'll be like going under these bridges and along the, you know, the uh, cruise ships. And my brain is like, I have no business being here. This feels like this should be like an area for like adults or professional. <laughs> like, you know, you should have some kind of like boating license to be, you know what I'm talking? It's like along the ports and everything. And it's like only in Miami do citizens just have access to these areas and you can go through the canals. And it's the really, really so special, cool. man. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I just got a paddle board really stoked on it. That's awesome. I just have to use it now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 um but to what you were saying uh you said spearfishing are you a spearfisher love it i saw it hanging out there on the wall
3: yeah
0: love it so we're going cool. tomorrow morning 6 30 in the morning Fuck Up where uh leave out a lot uh it's pompano yeah so it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of i gotta get up so early i'm not yeah. an early person but it's i just awesome. went
1: snorkeling up there uh over mother's day
0: amazing yeah. yeah amazing
1: that's it's like so i'm curious i'm asking questions because i've been you know working with breath work for three four years now and my breath hold is like my retention is up to about three minutes when I'm in my meditative state you know and I was like well I'd be an epic spearfisher like let's let's start you know and because the guy I'm dating also does like spearfishing and whatever um I was pretty humbled like a, my underwater breath hold is like 45 seconds <laughs> i was like well that is far different you know than than when you're in your complete meditative state and like i it's a little bit of fear a little bit of exercise and then a little bit of just excitement that i'm not able to calm my heart rate and i just use all my oxygen instantly you know
0: totally you just need to get guided through it just like you've been guided in your other stuff like yeah. i took a free diving course with Errol putigna he's mm-hmm. going to be on the podcast eventually I just got to get his butt down here. Come He's on, like, Arrow. What's going to happen. It's going to happen. He's the man. He's just <laughs> okay. like, amazing. He's done 200 feet deep, right? On one breath. And uh, his buddy did 400 feet, who has like the world record, Martin something. Okay. Uh, but basically, the first day is just some classwork. Mm-hmm. And for the first four hours, he just teaches you about the body. Yeah. And that basically humans have this mammalian dive reflex where we have all these different triggers that are meant to protect us mm-hmm. from drowning. One of those is going unconscious, right? Mm-hmm. Which most people would assume is like dying, but it's actually just shutting off all oxygen to everything but your heart and right. your brain. But you can completely come out of that. Like it's a, a blackout, right? Right. Relatively unscathed. So diving is actually one of the safest extreme sports there are. If that Interesting. <laughs> that's yeah. a funny way of saying <laughs> it. But after doing it, the first time I did a breath hold, I got, like you said, 45 seconds. And then he taught me about you know, just CO2 and mm-hmm. understanding that CO2 that's learning to become friends with it. It's mm-hmm. not killing you. It's just right. your body processing CO2. Mm-hmm. That's what's giving you the urge to breathe. Right. Then the next time I got a minute and a half. Right. Yeah. And then it's like, you start training your body, you get going. And, and then- you're
1: practicing breath work regularly then as no. well out of the water. No. Oh, wow. No. Okay.
0: And then the third time, the third try, um, I got two and a half minutes just sitting there <laughs> in like ecstatic breath hold in the water. Right. Right. No way. Because your face submerged. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's just, I feel like I was dying, but. <laughs> okay. I, so but it isn't
1: like full peaceful. And no, like it's, I'm not just like. It's a conscious decision to remain. Yeah. I'm like, okay. let's
0: go. Like push, push. Okay. You can do this. But then afterwards you're like, I just did that. Yeah. And then we go into the water and then I got um, 66 feet on a free dive down. What? Free dive down. And that was only in 55 seconds because you're going down and up. But they say that you can stay down in the water about half the time. You can just hold your breath on a static hold.
1: Right. Okay. But
0: you need to have the right flippers and stuff like that to help uh, you get down. Okay. So.
1: Yeah, I was wearing like a three millimeter top. It basically felt like I was wearing a floaty,
0: yeah. you
1: know, and so it was like she was you need like, a weight belt. Right. It was a lot of struggle to get down whatever. But, um, yeah, so I'm super inspired. Like you can't live in a place like Miami and not take advantage of that. We were literally just right off the beach. And my, so, my friend lives, you know, you walk like out his back door, take a left, and you're just you're at the sand. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm a little nervous because I can't swim that well. I'm like, what am I getting myself into? I'm out with the boys. And it, the reef was like 30 feet out. And we saw tarpon and uh, stingrays and nurse sharks. And in just it was incredible right in the backyard. It so was like sad. a walk.
0: And it's so cool because once your face is in that water, <sighs> you forget about your email. You forget about your drama. You Uh forget about your life. Uh And you're just like, you're in the hunt. Yeah. Like if you're not spearing, you're not in the hunt, but you're just in the the (laughs) zone. You're in the scuba. Well,
1: underwater is my favorite place on earth. Like it could be a pool at the hotel, you know, eight in like Kentucky, but just being underwater, the experience of the way it's like, and the gurgles the way light looks the way everything feels the way your hair flows I mean maybe yeah you have hair you know what I'm talking about oh you Uh, (laughs) it's just flowing there it is Um, but yeah so then you up that with like this majestic environment right and this thing that's so foreign to the human experience and it's like it's it's in transfer, i mean i got no scuba
0: certified at 16. i've been scuba diving for 12 years mm. and i'm not saying that's a, I'm like kidding. i'm saying cause <laughs> it's, it's the dopest like yeah everyone should get scuba certified yeah. even like i used to do it in lakes in new york yeah like that shit is not as cool as out here let me tell you right
1: so back to spearfishing what's your whole like tomorrow when you go out you can you take you're able to take that big ass gun under the water and you have what weights on that pull you down. And then, yeah, you can... I mean, I'm
0: still not that good at it. So I'm trying to get better. Yeah, like, okay. I'm really not. Um, I could probably get to like 40, 50 feet, 45 feet is like my comfort zone. And then right. I could stay there for like 25, 30 seconds. And then I, I still got to get up. Like, yeah. But I also don't practice. Like I don't practice my breath holds enough. I just, I just get down. Yeah, yeah, know?
1: yeah. Oh, we should do some retention someday and some, some breath holds. It'd be fun.
0: It'd be so fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that just whole exercise is so cool. Everyone should do it. If you have access to a pool,
1: Yeah.
0: everyone should take a free diving course. Yeah. You feel so much cooler about and better about yourself <laughs> when you're like, I did that shit. Like I did some superhuman stuff. Like, yeah. like water is not, you know, it's just, it's so crazy. But what Errol was saying is that when you do those deep dives, the hardest thing about going really deep and the hardest thing about having a long breath hold Is yourself and your fight against yourself. Hmm. Not just your push. It's a very big emotional thing. Yeah. Because when you do that, a lot of bad shit comes out. Yeah. Unhealed trauma comes out. Interesting. Like issues from your past comes out. And it'll get in the way of you being able to truly get to that next level. Wow! And you have to like figure your shit out, yeah, in order to get there.
1: All right, so I got to add free diving to the list of all my modalities.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe you should.
3: That's try really it. powerful,
1: man. I mean, it's it's been like. Like we, I said On Mother's Day We went out And went snorkeling And I've been like around You know I did the Bahamas A couple months ago And snorkeled in Thailand And I don't know was It was beautiful uh, Well I was a little sick From the boat ride out So I think other people Probably had more fun Than I did I was kind of just happy To get out of the boat This guy
0: gets sick From boats too Can you oh. say drama mean? Yeah Nice
1: Yeah I was just out on a boat In Hawaii And I It was like We were out all day And I, I took the drama mean Like 20 minutes before And I didn't get sick So maybe I'm growing out of it but, uh, but anyway, so for the last month, yes, like just free diving, snorkeling, fishing. It's been like it keeps coming up from all these different sources. And I'm like, all right, I'm finally, you know what I mean? I'm in an do environment like to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't really eat meat, um, but I'll do the pescatarian thing. So yeah. I love fish. It's like the only way I've been able to maintain a pesc or a vegetarian based diet is yeah. with the addition of fish every now and again.
0: Yeah, it's the best. And it's also the, the most humane way of fishing, yeah. uh, as barbaric as it sounds. Oh, see, um, but
1: I love that. I'm down
3: Because that. what happens
0: is you're not, like, effing up with anything else in right. the environment. Right. A lot of traditional ways of fishing is, like, throwing a big net. You're not just catching the fish you want right. or, you know, really more crazy shit than that.
1: The, you know, speaking to that, I feel, so I grew up on a bit of a farm and, like, I've seen my mom, like, Kill a chicken, or you know, she was like the family. Like my family, they like to chop off dogs' tails in New Mexico. I don't know, whatever. You know what I mean? Like if they've got, it's like it's a, it's a breed thing, and they'd always bring them to my mom because she was the crazy one that would like chop off the dog's tail, like straight up, like mountain shit, dude. You know, and uh I don't have a problem with eating meat. I have a problem with the unfair game, like this poor being that was just born and bred and and then raised and just just to like live this terrible life and be killed in a way that it had no fighting chance, you know? And so there's that. And I just, the average person that consumes meat could never, they could never like hunt and gather and then process. You know, they might be able to like pull the trigger, but they aren't going to be able to like take that from like a dead carcass to meat that they could eat. Yeah, I feel like you should
0: have to do a bow and arrow. I agree. That's the only way. I feel
1: like you should have to. live If you want to eat burgers from some shitty restaurant and then be that person who like then leaves some leftovers you know if you're gonna like really like partake in that side of life then you have to partake in the other i feel you know
0: don't get me wrong like i eat a burger and i don't really think too twice about it but at the same time i totally get what you're saying but could you
1: hunt and you do right you spearfish i I think that's the
0: i i i don't know if i could i don't (sighs) know if i could actually disappointing <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't know if I'd be comfortable killing an animal like that. Like I don't know. It's but you're si- comfortable
1: eating it? That's crazy. I guess that's true that's my point. Is that most people would be like, "Oh my god, you want me to slit its throat and then take its skin and fur off of its body and rip its skin off of its ribs and then it's like it is fucking yeah, I mean, barbaric." That sounds
0: so barbaric, and right? And- but
1: that's and that's the sort of illusion. That's what's hiding behind the curtain, you know. In life, society as it is, we don't see birth. Right, It happens in this sterile little hospital room. It's not this like tribal experience where people are singing and chanting and bringing the baby into this earth side. And, you know, it's 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 like you're you're supported and it's beautiful. No, it's it's hidden. It's weird. You know, like.
0: That would be crazy. Like someone's having birth and we're all just like chanting around a fire. And like girl <laughs> like is just. Some, some Game of Thrones shit. And you're just like. Oh chak-a, my. Chak-a, let the bear. Like. Like that would be crazy. You got face paint all right, over. Right, I know. I mean, but it once you're just was, all doing you know? DMT, <laughs> 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 like, that'd be an enlightened but listen, child. 2024 you know,
1: is lit. <laughs> <laughs> but literally, though, like, and then death. It's pretty, pretty hidden away. Pretty, you know, sort of like we're we're very protected from how it the sort of like raw beginnings and the very like raw ending. So true. And. When you don't understand the capacity of either side of birth and death, you're able to waste life so much more freely. And so I wonder if that's like, you know, would people be working these nine to fives that don't satisfy their their deepest desires? Would we be partaking in society if we weren't so groomed to be so, as you said, soft and woke and just, it's like, again, most people eat a burger, but they couldn't kill the cow, you know?
0: It's always tough with that because I agree a thousand percent. It's always like this thing that are you preparing for the future? Because like at some level, it's great to work and work, work a job you might not like because you know that you're building something that you can get out of. Yeah. Oh, that's very different. You have a plan to get out. Right. But it's another thing to hate your job and not be making moves and not be forwarding your other plan. That's not good. No. But you need to have this vision for yourself and continuously go down that otherwise like that's just a bad path i feel like but i totally agree like everyone's envious of those people that are doing that Mm -hmm. shit you know but it's also not amazing on the other side right like those people that don't work nine to fives that look like they have their life taken like crazy Mm -hmm. i know people that do do that and guess what they also are depressed in some way they also (laughs) are sad they also have anxiety (laughs) right? right or they also like for example these nomads that travel the world there's a part of you that sounds like that sounds great, but you never really build a tribe or a community because right. you're always traveling. Right. So finding a home, setting a base, like that's what I'm trying to do in Miami. Right. I'm trying to naturally through this podcast, we're going to meet just like already we've done five podcasts in the last six days. Yeah. Unbelievable people. right? <laughs> all Miamians. That's fucking And awesome. it's just dope. like yeah. You know, because there's good shit going right. on. That's I that's I don't know where I was going with that but I've am just fired up. I
1: don't know it. but I'm so <laughs> present with you. I have no idea either. I'm like, "Yeah, fuck yeah."
0: <laughs> it was the tribal stuff. We we have a fire pit. I've never even used it. It like came with the house. We should we should do a fire tonight
1: and do some chanting. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know
0: if the neighbor maybe. I'm
1: kidding. I'm we'll playing. get
0: the bongos out. Yeah. I love the bongos. Dude,
1: you guys should come out to South Point.
0: Like Yeah, so that's on play. Sundays?
1: Sundays and Wednesdays,
0: because this guy Max Anderson, who I, I've been talking to, yeah, seemed, like lives such a cool life, and uh, he says that he goes out there and it's crazy.
1: Yeah, well, so it's Wednesdays and Fridays and Sundays. Fridays the unofficial day; it's more for like the locals. <laughs>
0: Just kidding. Fridays.
1: Yeah, it's like a couple core like acro people that'll plan to meet up and catch a sunset or whatever. But uh, Wednesdays are great, and then Sundays are the jam. Like I'm talking like the whole ass park like 150 180 people there's slacklining and fire spinning and a live band that comes out and just like drumming like a drum circle once the you know once the sun sets and um acro and handstands and contortion and uh bachata like there's a whole group that sets up on the other side and they turn on their loud music and they practice bachata dancing and it's like it's just so special and it's the dopest place on the beach to catch the sunset view so then you have people just like sitting with their blankets and their wine and their cheese, like watching all the crazy people stack I mean, themselves on top. Yeah. yeah,
0: that sounds amazing. <laughs> right. I would love to do that. It's
1: really great. When you said South Point, I was like, yes, sir. I thought for sure you were going to be there. I kept like looking. I was like, no. All right. And I'd go back to playing, but I never saw you that day.
0: Oh, yeah. We were going to go rollerblading, but I was like, yeah. uh, it's a commitment. Yeah. But rollerblading is the most free thing. And back to the running thing is that. <laughs> no, this is what I want to talk about. I want to talk well, about the, the bongos. Okay. So we've been doing this thing <laughs> where like we do a podcast and then we cook dinner with the guests mm-hmm. on the podcast mm-hmm. and then we chill. And then yeah. afterwards, like, we'll like smoke or just play bongos or just not or even smoke a cigar or whatever. Yeah. And just turn on tribal music Yeah. and just play bongos to the music mm-hmm. in like maracas. Yeah. And it's so much fun. Yeah.
1: I mean, that goes back to the idea of like the just sort of like moving energy through our bodies. And most people, you can get your fucking shoes on. You haven't communicated with the earth in like ever, you know what I mean? You, you work this job that doesn't satisfy you. Maybe you're in a relationship that isn't working for, and then they, and we wonder where like sadness comes from or to being, feeling disconnected. And it's like, well, have you helped anybody? Have you created, have you danced and sang? And it's so freeing. Like, so I, when I first moved here, I used to do kirtan with this yoga studio that I went to all the time, and kind of took like six months or seven months off, and I just sang kirtan with them on Wednesday for the first time in seven or seven months or so, and it, as soon as I started to let my voice leave my throat, tears came to my eyes, you know, and that's energy moving. Kirtan? kirtan is like, have you ever heard like Loka, samastha sukhino bhavantu? Have you heard that prayer? No. No. Uh. Kirtan is have you heard of
0: that sky? No, I, I haven't. Have
1: you know, there's like a couple like cool like yoga type boys that have created. Well, I know there's like Buddhist like,
0: stuff and like the, they do their chanting and like I know what chanting is. Right. And like a lot of these different religions have this chance that right.
1: Kirtan like, comes from the world of yoga. And so you would just you're you're singing prayers. That are in Sanskrit together, basically. So a really easy one is like "Radhe, Radhe, Govinda, Radhe." Yeah. I can't believe I just did that on a mic. I'm really so good. shy to sing. By the Probably way, really good. Oh, don't lie You to Got me. some chords, girl. <laughs> no, but so it's the and it's the harmonium. You know that instrument? It looks like an accordion and a piano had a baby, and you can like pump it. No, I'm
3: yeah, I'm familiar with that.
0: Of, yeah? Harmonium.
1: Okay. Harmonium.
0: It's a great name.
1: Yeah, oh, it's so beautiful, man. It's so so. Ahana, back to uh, what I was saying, It's it's like 150 people on a Sunday morning. Ahana
0: mean love? It's
1: ahana.
2: Ahana uh-huh. does that mean love?
1: Um, I think it Did actually means dawn, and oh, okay. dawn is the name of the woman who started the studio. Oh.
2: Ahana <laughs> yeah. oh, means family. That's what you're thinking of. Family. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's right. The rock.
0: Wait, so you but you anyway, saw
1: the studio. It's like uh, it's about 150 people. Every and it, during the kirtan, sometimes you'd go to another studio and just the instructor singing and like her five good students, and then the people in the back don't even dare to sing because it's such a vulnerable thing. And at the studio on Sunday mornings, everybody, everybody is standing up, Everybody's screaming at the top of their lungs, and so you can release so much and let go of so much energy without worry it in a community. In a sort of a the, a sync a, like a synced vibration almost right or frequency with so many others, without feeling judged, without feeling nervous, and it's crazy. Like what
2: days do they do it?
1: Sunday mornings. You should come. It's called Sunday service. It's so special. Where is it? Uh, the Design District. So really close. You got no excuse.
0: All right, let's do it, Sky. You down?
2: Sunday it's like nine
1: fifteen, uh, I think. I'm going.
0: Okay, let's yeah. do it. Let's go. All right. Got to get it. there
1: early. It's mat to mat, front to back, packed.
0: Bring your bring your mat.
1: Bring a mat and get there early so you, you can get have a, a mat. space.
0: I got a mat. I have a mat too. So. Oh
1: my god, this is exciting, you Yeah, guys. I, we
0: have both have mats. Perfect. <laughs> do I need to bring anything else and not look like a noob? No. Okay. Cool. Maybe
1: a towel. Nice. You're gonna be sweating. Nice. So much I fun. love
0: I liked hot yoga back in, back when I was doing it. Yeah. But I couldn't do it back when I was met you because I had a. Which I learned I fucking tumor in my leg. Oh which... my
1: God, that's right. I forgot about that.
0: <laughs> so that's why I could. I had like crazy walking issues and I was yeah. in pain. But now ever since I got it out, I'm, I've been good. I've been running like a beast. <laughs> well, not running, but... Not running. Everything but running. Biking, rollerblading, swimming.
1: Wait, why don't you run? Because we... I didn't think I was a runner and I started sprinting and running lately and it's like... The, what it does for your body is incredible. It's, just, it's, so, such it's a, just
0: so boring.
1: What about sprints though, with friends? There's like there's the track by my house out on the beach, and it's just like it's a whole it's a track, but it's 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 like Muscle Beach, but it's a running track. So there's all sorts of people, and it's a I'm whole just vibe. blown away that
0: you just try to make sprints with friends sound fun.
1: It's so fun. I'm serious. <laughs> it's with with I friends? swear everything in Here's Miami Beach is more fun.
0: I would love to do sprints with friends. While playing basketball. <laughs> while playing roller hockey. It's while not playing the tennis. Same. You're no, sprinting. I'm talking about like
1: six hundred mile or hundred mile, hundred meter sprints. Done. Takes you fifteen minutes and it's just such a I mean that does
0: workout. sound fun. Like it's so I'm, down easy. It's fun. I'm down to come. I'm down to come and check come. that out. I'm down to do that but like long and distance it, they're, they're running got, like, to me and got like
1: stadium lights oh, but see even that long distance running you're talking about running on the boardwalk in Miami Beach and the people watching is so incredible and it's just so I agree. beautiful Like, but
0: I'm not saying that that is not a factor <laughs> I'm saying all that applies on
1: rollerblades <laughs> I like the little you know <laughs> hip on rollerblades
0: I'm like dipping in and out I'm skipping and sliding like <laughs> where am I gonna go I can go on this side or this side it's like, like
1: parkour like, with people as
0: I like... got music on my back uh-huh,
1: me too that's the vibe <laughs>
0: yeah. like running with music is just like, all right, <laughs> what are you doing, bro?
1: You know, I run barefoot, though, so I get a lot of people stop me and they well, want to talk. You are a
0: showstopper, got- first of <laughs> all. There's many people that aren't like you, right? <laughs> like when I went bullfighting <laughs> with you, you put on like d- like WOP. You're like blasting that shit. Like, you <gasps> are a vibe, you know? You let okay. people know. People know when you're coming.
1: My first Which I love
0: that- about you. I love you. <laughs>
1: My first day here in Miami, I met up with my friends out at Muscle Beach and I roll up and I've got like the f- the festival backpack. It's like shiny and sparkly with my speaker and my skates and everything. And he laughed. He's like, oh, okay, Miami, You like adapted this lifestyle real quick. And I was like, yes, except I've not purchased a single thing to be, you know, so it was like I was just ready to be in Miami so I could finally like be me, you know, That's it really powerful. does feel quite, quite uh, in alignment, to be honest, even though. A little fake
0: I don't like Miami no. Beach though Like I don't like living there no? How do you like living in Miami Beach? Do you think that's the play? Because I do think that Miami, Brickell, Wynwood That this area yeah. is way, way more like homey Right Not just the fact that I'm in at home But right. like when I go the to energy. South Beach It's very touristy It's just a huge party all the time right. it, You're gonna see more I'm gonna I live say fake Because like, there's real I, people everywhere well, You know
1: i live uh i live closer to west avenue so i'm on as, as almost as far on the other side as you could get right. from ocean yeah and it's funny there's this little coffee shop i go to and people they're so stuck up about their regions of the beach and they're i've met a handful of people and they're like oh i don't go past alton <laughs> <laughs> they call they draw the line at alton and everything beyond that is just kind of like you know touristy and that, that vibe so i hear you um fun fact when i came down here on vacation i didn't know that miami beach was i didn't know it was a beach i didn't know i was coming to miami beach actually i just know i was going to miami and then when i looked up on my uber it was like 50 dollars, and i was like what why where am i going and i realized i was going over to a little island and i was like oh okay so like
0: miami beach is like its own like city and then miami proper is like brickled area okay
1: is that the case i I believe
0: i'm pretty sure sky is that the case i'm pretty sure that's the case yeah
1: well I think that the little, like, I don't know why we call it the beach. It's an island. If we could all just get on the same page about that. So. <laughs>
0: well, I guess I, it's the only place with the beach, though, you know.
1: I know. I know. Well, but it, anyway, it's, you know, it was a temporary move because I didn't I, know anything else about yeah. Miami and it was because of COVID and all the things. No, so I, I really
0: like, want to do is play volleyball out there. That yeah, looks like so much fun. I'm not, do you like volleyball. Volleyball? I'm not
1: coordinated enough for volleyball.
0: Yeah, but you're like a runner. Like, yeah. I, I like, eh. I like like soccer. You like soccer? Yeah, I'm really good. Yeah, soccer's tight.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I'm pretty short. I don't got very good hops. I'm all torso, no legs. You're like a
0: straight like (laughs) American ninja warrior. (laughs) If you say that, no one has (laughs) hope. Everyone's sitting there, just like, all right, let me just go f myself. (laughs) This chick can't do it. I, I think
1: it's the coordination, though. That's the fundamental. Like, I've never been able but to do ping pong. But like that's the best
0: part, though, about it is yeah. that, like, even if you suck, it's still so fun. I like,
1: don't know, man. Those volleyball players are fucking serious. I play and they with them. make no, you. No, no, no. All right. I'll play with some people who aren't taking it too seriously because yeah. people who are, like, really into volleyball. Like, if they you don't... can
0: actually set someone up routinely, you're too yeah. good for me.
1: <laughs> okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. But
0: if you can do it, like, once in a while and you got it right, like, hell yeah. yeah. You go, king. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I love the bling.
1: Oh, thank you. Thanks.
0: Yeah, that, that's cool. Do they have any meaning specifically? or do you um,
1: say- This one does. This is like, a, have you ever heard the theory of having like a Superman piece? That, like a that super reminds piece. me of some
0: like elf stuff it. it's such from like Lord a, of the Rings.
1: It says as, as above, so below. Check that out. On the inside.
0: Like if you had something like this, but it was bigger.
1: <laughs> it's kind of like a Wonder Woman become vibes. Like the
0: elven princess
1: um but so the there's really cool the idea is so i've, I've expressed i like really struggle with public speaking and kind of like stepping into that aubrey marie role and um so there's this theory that you can have a thing that you put on whether it's like your tie or your piece of jewelry or whatever it is that like if you're a public speaker right you spend time putting good intentions and strength and, like, confidence and, and, and mantras, almost, if you will, like, in a time and space when you're feeling very grounded and confident, and then the idea is that when you kind of, like, slip that thing on, it's like, all right, there we are, so that was the meaning behind it, but I actually, haven't, I've, you know, with COVID, I haven't done a lot of festival classes and stuff, I've only taught, like, two or three cents and, once it was funny, I thought after COVID, I was going to be like the most awkward ever and not be able but I didn't have any nerves. I just walked on the stage and I was like, Hey, <laughs> thanks for being here. Let's breathe together, you know? <laughs> so I haven't used it in a long time, but that was its meaning. And then I've just kind of gathered these, like this one's from New Mexico. It's a cool little piece of white turquoise. This one's from Thailand. Um, I've had it forever. Actually, it didn't really fit me, but I mushed the rings so that it would fit me better.
0: Amazing. Yeah, yeah that looks really, really nice. That's interesting. Thanks. You mentioned the public speaking thing because it's like, The two things that helped me a lot with public speaking is number one, looking fresh. Right. Like when you look fresh, you're like, oh shit. You know, like this is going down today. Like, what's up, y'all? <laughs> but and then also like getting people to laugh immediately. Yeah. Because it's anticipation that kills me. Right. It's like the moments up before. <laughs> you're just like, oh shit, bro.
1: Right. As they're putting my mouth the mouth mic- is so dry. <laughs> Literally, as they're putting the microphone on my head and putting, I'm it like, hot in here, I can't, I can't. my upper lip stuck to my teeth. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> I actually find public speaking easier in in real life than behind a Zoom camera sometimes because probably most of the time yeah. because behind a Zoom camera people don't show their emotions right so there's no feedback you can't be funny.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you can't be
0: funny. Yeah, you just have to be like, mm, this is the facts, you know. Yeah. But in person, you can like lock on with someone, and it's like that's your person, right? Like, right. They get it. <laughs> you know, that was Sky from Matts and Haley's wedding. He's over there, just like.
1: <laughs> you're just great. your hype man, <laughs> <laughs> echo chamber as fuck. He's like, yeah, you're the best.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do you that's do ice good, baths? Yeah. Yeah. So we. Uh, Sky wants to get one. Yeah. When? when I was say. Why don't it. you have one? in the works we're working on getting it
1: all
0: right yeah ice baths seem like the biggest like like not the one that we're gonna get but it seems like the biggest scam ever like the one we're getting is like 400 bucks I think it's what 20 chest freezers it's a chest freezer. freezer Mm -hmm. but like people sell these things for 10 grand Mm -hmm. and it's like a body of cold water in oak wood ten thousand dollars easy right crazy the market there
1: yeah i mean kudos to them for jumping on it you know it like consumers want to consume That's so true. <laughs> and like some people kind of like especially as i've you know i've experienced like i feel like people with money want to buy a more expensive thing because they it's like they believe it's higher quality
0: true you know yeah. so
1: somebody's happy for it so <laughs> but true. yeah it's yeah, fucking yeah. wild man
0: quality is so perceived yeah you know mm-hmm
1: but yeah, so ice baths. I'm currently carrying like seven bags of ice back from my corner store because I don't like to drive because I don't have a parking spot. So if I move my car to go a quarter mile down the street or, you know, it's a little less than a quarter to get my ice. Like, I'm like, no, nah, this oh, so is... will just
0: make it every time?
1: I, n- no, I would go and I'd pick it up and I'd walk back with it by hand and they're 15 pounds each and I'm like, this is just training. And I get to like my stop sign and my poor little fingers are trembling and then I get make it up my stairs and I drop all the bags and I'm like...
0: So like each time You do the ice bath <laughs> yeah. You have to go back To the store Yeah And you just fill up the tub
1: Yeah yeah. So I put them How long put them do you do it for? Depends The last time I did an ice bath Was in like fe- February Early February And I like Really needed it Like a life shock To like You know what I mean Kind of like One of those I could feel that I was getting sad And I wanted to come Out of that space Seven minutes
2: Would you Love describe that. that too? The life shock uh, The life shock you feel shock, the I need mean, To do it? You're like I need it Oh uh, Yeah yeah. And when I had my ice bath in California, it was every day. And that was the toughest part of my day. So it made everything else that much easier.
1: Yeah. Right. That's like when you get out, there's this
0: <laughs> Just looking at ease. Me. I love it. I love the idea of it. Have you ever done one? I did, but I only did it under peer pressure because I didn't want to look like like, this (laughs) is terrible. But I hated it. I'm like, I love hot tubs. I just want to be in a hot tub every day. I take a hot shower just to sit there and burn my skin. I love it. Same. (laughs) I don't want to go cold. But But I But this isn't
1: about like stroking that part of your ego or the comfort, right? It's the opposite. And
0: And I like that, you know, the whole leaving your comfort zone and all that stuff. And
1: especially if you're still dealing with any kind of that, you know, deeper sort of like long-term inflammation that's like 101 you know mm-hmm. like what would you do if you had an injury if you if you fell on your skates and you injured your wrist you'd ice it right well uh, you know you're, whether it's the food you've eaten and you're asking your, your your gut to process it or it's the stress or whatever it is you know spiked um what's it called oh my gosh i can't believe i'm forgetting that word I'll come back to it. We're gonna order this but, shit tonight.
2: Damn yay! it, it to This has been a back and forth conversation. <laughs> and it is crazy because I notice it so much of how sore I am from mm-hmm. going to the gym when I had it every day. Yeah. It was like a two day recovery. Yeah. Now I'm on like a week long recovery where I'm like, damn, like my legs are still sore from that yep. workout. It's insane. Yep. And I do have a wrist injury from riding my bike and it's like still going crazy. But right. I know if I had a nice bath and I was doing it every day it would potentially be healed already. yeah
0: yeah oh this is so pleading exciting my case. man pleading
2: my case <laughs> yeah well i love the idea
0: of turning this place into like a sanctuary yeah i love that i mean that's cool
1: yeah i you mean know. and you know if you if it's like if it really sucks you just do two minutes three minutes build up yeah we're gonna that's
2: start in real we're just gonna yeah. ease him into it and then over time he'll be like damn i just did two minutes you know
1: Especially over the summers here, man. And if your ice bath is outside, it'll like my easiest ice baths ever have happened in Hawaii midsummer. And it's so humid and hot. You literally want to get in it. Yeah. It
0: just makes You know, sense. You're, makes you're like, want it. I, I agree with that. that yeah. Makes sense. All right. Let's just, I mean, we're, it was inevitable, but it's just, you know, it was inevitable. It was like Thanos, <laughs> you know? <laughs>
1: Well, it's exciting. I can't wait to be invited over for an ice yeah, bath we, session. You're
0: invited whenever. Come oh, through. Kina, this thank is the squad. You. You know? We're chilling <laughs> here. You know?
1: Yeah, man.
3: I was
0: having a lot of parties when I first moved here, but then I yeah. stopped because I was like, you know what? I need to meet more people, like more genuine people, and sure. then I'm going to start parties back up. Yeah. But I want to have like a big amount of genuine people. Yeah. Like I want these things to be like epic, you yeah. know?
1: Oh, man. But you need I'm the so right so people. Yeah. Parties
0: are about the right people, not just the right things. You know? I mean
1: all that's like my, like, that's why I don't like going out. I went out to a, a little wine bar with some friends the other day and like, bless their heart. They're all really wonderful. And I love them. But I found myself just staring out in the crowd. Like, are we done yet? <laughs> 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 are we fucking done yet? For sure. And then sure enough, once we got back to the house and we started, it was more intimate. You know, yeah. we all sat down on the floor with our pillows and we were all like, it's you so know,
0: interesting. How a lot of those experiences though, it's all about who you're with. Right. All is like I went to Universal Studios with like like my company, and it was just not the vibe. Yeah. You know. But then when I've gone and done, cert, like, <laughs> to a certain club with certain people, I'm like, this yeah. was one of the best nights ever. True. But if I go with the wrong people, it's just stupid, yeah, you know? So it's like, yeah. what's the vibe? You yeah. know, what you feeling? Because if you can go straight goon squad, right. anything's fine, Right. you know?
1: I mean, honestly, yeah, I can, I was just in Tulum and I've literally never been so bored. I was like, how, I was, is Tulum? And it had to have been the, the people. Beach, just like,
0: sitting in the beach bores me. Like, like I can't just too, sunbathe. And that's why I love watching your stuff because you don't just go out in the, <laughs> you, like, are active as, On this out there, like you're getting after it, yeah. Monkey bar chilling, like you're (laughs) hilarious. Like, you're a straight, like, you're the you're a a circus act, and it's awesome. I've
1: actually wanted to start performing since I moved here. I realized like what I've honed in on, and and the craft that I have you should put like a hat
0: out there with like a cute dog. No,
1: like. <laughs> you know how in Miami like every restaurant has some contortionist <laughs> some there's just performers like everywhere Fire breathers and you know, shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no no but like yeah, they put the bubble <laughs> the bubble in the water and they oh, got the girl yeah. in there doing her thing like I want to do that that's I just want to experience it that's not my calling but
0: oh, that'd like, be easy yeah. like if you, you know if
1: I'm very strong and I'm very flexible and whatever and, and I don't like performance where it's expected of me and it's like they know who I am but an ambiance performer oh I could totally do that shit
2: Do people start recognizing you down at uh, south beach now yeah. i saw a post you had the other day there were some girls walking by and they saw you doing yeah. the <laughs> thing and they wanted to join in yeah
1: yeah i mean if, of course like even like i've had a homeless guy who was at a smoothie bar and he came up and he's like are you monkey bar girl and i was like <laughs> i'm sorry excuse me me he's like you you're monkey bar girl he's like yeah you're monkey bar girl and he gives me a high five and i was like all right cool I mean, the homeless people know and this is you made
0: nothing. it that's it's it. official <laughs> that's official i
1: was like uh, okay maybe i won't do the monkey bar and my little tiny piece no, that's awesome that, <laughs> is, that
0: interaction with that homeless guy who called you monkey po- that probably made you feel so good right or just it just that's an amazing interaction
1: right right yeah to to know that you're living in your truth so much that people see it and yeah. that you're doing it often enough that people They're recognize labeling you it. for who you
0: actually are right
1: yeah It was pretty special because
0: i feel like you got to be yourself before you can even get into like conquering that hard shit that we spoke about earlier right Because still people are not being themselves and trying to get over the hard shit. (laughs) But like, I feel like it's got to be a two-step process. Right. Become authentic. Be your authentic self. Not listen to anyone, anyone else's feedback. Do you. All aspects of you. Be yourself. And then conquer the demons. Yeah, man. Because then you can find freedom.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like if you have a big cut on the bottom of your foot that's festering and infected, you know and you you know it's there but you just put your shoe on every day you don't really look at it and you wish or maybe you even try to clean it without looking at it that's what that seems like to me you got to really like look at it accept it sit with it and then you can kind of move forth and and diagnose and assess and clean
0: the trauma thing is so real everyone's (laughs) got traumas
1: my poor mom. I'm trying to talk to it's her funny about that. As you that get she's older, like, though,
0: you just become so much chiller with talking about all your shit. Oh, yeah. I love that about aging. Right. It's like one of the big perks of aging. Uh-huh. Right. A lot of it's not perks. And like, that's a big <laughs> perk. Right. You literally just start to see the world so differently. Right. And that in itself is awesome. Right. You know,
1: well, I was thinking about So I've been called to doing a talk in some schools, middle schools or high schools. I was thinking about what I would talk about earlier today. And I had this. I imagine myself asking the audience, you know. Who in here is, like, really sad? Who's ever thought about, you know, suicide? I imagine, like, most people are not, you know. And then it'd be like, okay, so if you're sitting there and you're thinking, I have, but there's no way I'm raising my hand, know that there's somebody next to you, you know? Like, so feel, if you can be brave enough to admit your mental, you know, mental, mental health awareness, really, like from all across the spectrum, whether you're really fucking sad or you want to label it depression or if you're just like down for the day, you know, like there we can show up and be our authentic selves and, and just in highlighting, like, I just imagine this like gymnasium full of children and nobody raising their hands when you know damn well, it's like 80% of the people and how much that would drive home, even if they never raised their hand, but they could understand like, oh, I'm not raising my hand. So that means other people aren't. It means I'm not alone you know i like, mean
0: that's powerful shit yeah you should do it
1: yeah i think so why why, like said, why aren't you uh it's a new a new goal a new idea so it's kind of compiling kind of like a, a process or what i would talk about and because i think the other fear is that i would go off sort of script and then like curse maybe, maybe or say would, something that's inappropriate well, maybe for that would help
0: you find yourself because Ooh. like they say like teaching is the best way to learn yeah so if you start teaching people and, and kids and all this stuff about mental health awareness, maybe that helps you yeah. unlock that thing that you've been searching for yourself.
1: Absolutely. I think, too, like, I'm in a really special, like, And you have to a be... great
0: brand behind it. So no, you already right. have the social media swag right. that you can just leverage.
1: Well, and I think, like, you can hear about, for a youth to hear about mental health awareness from, like, you know, their counselor or, like, you know, maybe somebody that they don't deem to be like flashy or inspiring or whatever in today's society. I think it's easier to just kind of like not let those words sink in as deeply. Yeah. But if you're hearing it from like this pretty girl who's like an international model or whatever you perceive this person to be and they can say like hey i'm just a fucking human and like I, I poop yeah i'm sad too you're okay yeah. Yeah. you know so i that's kind of more of why i feel that responsibility because i think so many people look at me and are like oh she's so pretty she, she's so bendy she's with aloe she's she must life life must just be rainbows and fucking unicorns
0: yeah
1: I'm like no even when you are living out your wildest dreams you're still a human, you know?
0: Maybe that's going to be your thing. Still human. That could be your, your tagline. Yeah. You know? Still a human. Because if you market that and you build that brand, now all of a sudden, like, you can just start doing, like, a tour and booking that and right. just speak to all these different stuff.
1: You know the name I thought it was, Ola Vida, which is Hello Life.
0: Ola Vida? Uh-huh. That's fucking awesome.
1: Right? Because it's like, that was when I came out of my Bufo ceremony last night. I was just like, all right, Hello Life. Let's fucking do this properly. Like, I have been living... At most a half-life, you know, like I have so much more potential and fire and, and love to put out there, not only out there, but in here, you know. It's and interesting
0: it's... that like people that have fire and like have an urge to go and create and do new things, people that aren't those people look at those people like why are they still doing it? Mm-hmm. They have all of this, this and this. They've yeah. done this, this and this mm-hmm. and they think that they have it all. But in that person's mind, that creator that wants to do that, they're like losing it because they need to do that next right. thing, you know? Mm-hmm. That in itself is just like a crazy thing to me. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have a couple of friends where they're like, you know, maybe they were born into a really good situation and they still work harder than I do. And I'm like, where does that drive come from? Like, you have everything you could ever need and yet you're just the hardest working individual, you know? And um, so, yeah, personally, myself trying to uh, like, I, I'm set now, right? I'm pretty comfortable now, but I'm like 60-year-old Aubrey is going to wish that I'd done a little more, you know? And so I, I'm pretty complacent, like, and I'm so grateful, bro. I'm literally, like, rich in comparison to who I was as a kid. Like, I have everything I could possibly want. Um, but also remembering that that creation aids to the happiness, you know? Yeah, and I, so if I have that desire, you gotta...
0: I saw a quote today. I posted it on my story. You are currently living... what younger you used to look forward to so don't disappoint (laughs) them
1: that's powerful man
0: i'll say that one more time you're currently living in what younger you used to look forward to so don't disappoint her i read that and i was like i quit You know, but it's like crazy because it's like when you're young, you're always dreaming about these things and you ask yourself, are you doing the dreams that you said you were going to do? Because if you don't, you'll hate yourself. Right. You have to do it. Right. You have to do it just to satisfy the itch. You have to itch it. Yep. Otherwise, it's just going to keep biting you, you know, like Mm -hmm. these Florida mosquitoes, (laughs) you know, don't get me wrong. I love Florida, but I have the best tasting skin on the (laughs) planet. My blood is like premium.
1: What's your blood type?
0: Freaking mosquito. (laughs) Probably just straight glucose. <laughs> Shit is sweet.
1: Yeah, man. My friends joke. Hummingbirds
0: that- follow me. <laughs> mm, let me get some of that. Woo.
1: My friends joke that they don't need any bug spray if I'm around because they all come to me and like literally I'll be sitting maybe that's why we've
0: always been friends maybe (laughs) I'll sit
1: on a like I will sit on the patio next to my friend in Hawaii and they'll they'll go up to her and be like nah and they'll buzz over to me and try to sting me I'm like
0: when people ask what blood type you are I'm just always jealous of I don't know I I have to check what I am but I the people that are B positive I'm just like Damn it!
1: You're you're definitely O negative. Yeah, like I'm just I don't kidding. like like,
0: I, like uh, freaking um the signs, right? I'm a Cancer. Yeah. I don't want to be called a Cancer, right? <laughs> like maybe I'd like or, like horoscopes more if I wasn't a Cancer. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, that's, it has some connotations too. Yeah, to it. yeah.
0: Capricorn sounds nice.
1: <laughs> I'm a Pisces. Do you know anything about Pisces?
0: Yeah, that they're uh they're great. You know? <laughs> oh, <shut
1: up. laughs> We're like big crybabies, very emotional.
0: I think the key to happiness is having a lot of love in your life and doing what you're, what you really want, like what you've dreamed of doing. Yeah. Because then you can at least. Because like for me, like the thing that scares me the most is feeling like I didn't hit my potential. Yeah. You know, yeah. even with this show, I feel like I have to get the damn Good Day Show to become like a top fifty around the world podcast. Like I have to. I think that it's possible and it like drives me up a wall yeah and now like just the production we've already just seen such a drastic amount of views we're doing it right now yeah and I'm like stoked about that so I think that not living up to your potential is the scariest thing yeah because that's the thing that you're gonna have to live with when you finally lose the ability to do the good shit you're gonna have to sit there in your thoughts And you have to ask yourself, are those thoughts going to be these beautiful epic memories of you risking and and trying and taking that trip to Europe and like trying that new sport? Or are you going to sit there and just wonder what if, you know, because let's be real, like your friends are getting married. Half of them are going to end up divorced. Don't let that (laughs) drive you. Right. Don't (laughs) let the marriage thing haunt you. All of that is fugazi. Your life is individual. Right. Right the path that you're taking is different than everyone else. Yeah. So ask yourself, are you living up to that potential? Because that shit just, ooh, you know?
1: Yeah. Mm. What an interesting point, huh? That you'd think that like your thoughts now would be like a prison, but it's when your body ceases to like, right? And then all you're left with is time and thoughts. And so it's like, what are you doing now? Your time, I just drew a card yesterday and it was something about like, your time here on this earth is yours to orchestrate. And I found that to be very powerful because I feel like, so I don't know if I mentioned, but I'm I'm kind of quitting smoking weed. Uh, Good, congrats. I, I know, it's really new so it still doesn't feel real. But um, I, it aids so much into the procrastination like I want to open a climbing gym yeah. like what the fuck I have to drive an hour and 20 minutes to go to the lamest climbing gym. I'm, I'm sorry. Last time we were together <laughs> we were talking
0: about that like yeah, man. I mean, you should do that. I mean I agree though like I can't get anything done if I smoke weed. Yeah. I do love weed but yeah. I'm disciplined with it like I yeah. do not smoke weed until after like 830 9 o'clock never right right
1: i think i'm gonna just have to it'll have to be cut out because i was like awake in baker like all day i would drive with weed i get to where i'm going i smoke yeah, can't do like, that right. can't do that and then i wonder why i'm shy or why i don't want to like follow through on tasks and stuff and i'm like come on aubrey It's a in an denial escape. it is it's great escape
0: though like i think <laughs> i think like, escape, t- <laughs> like touch it like feeling it's great uh, like cuddling when you're high is great yeah. like watching movies when you're high is great Shit. eating when you're high is great it really
1: is great, but like but it's not productive it actually gets pretty dull like hearing you say all those examples it's like if you smoke every day it isn't like that you know it's pretty dull Um, so yeah kind of Lots so I think the life. big thing that
0: we're coming at it is that you need to keep changing it up. You mm-hmm. need to throw rhythm like working out. You can't bench every day. Yeah. You need to try different exercises. Yeah. I love people that do it because I'm like, it's almost like brave to me. Right. It's probably a ridiculous thing to say.
1: I mean, no, literally doing buffo last night was terrifying. I, it felt like I was about to go skydiving because I've, I've skydived like nine times. And that's the only time I've had that like your base urge is like you're you truly believe you're gonna die you know what i mean the first time you go to jump out of a plane you're even though you know you've got your parachute on there's something in you that's like this is wrong (laughs) and you do the leap you know i
0: I only had one really out of body experience once because one time like when i was younger i was in college and so i saw someone was like i was really drunk i was like eight or nine beers deep i'm like a sophomore visiting a friend's college (laughs) you know like i'm just you know sending it yeah and then i see someone smoking what i thought was a bowl so i went to go smoke it and like it turns out it was salvia. <laughs> salvia I didn't know. So crazy. And I remember just sitting down in my <sighs> hole. It was only like a 15 second yeah. thing. But like a giant zipper just opened up diagonally. And I was just like, what the fuck? It was terrifying.
1: What did it reveal on the other side of this giant zipper?
0: I, I, just, I just remember the zipper. Oh, okay. I just remember like a visual zipper just opening up. And I was just like... <sighs> like i had wow. to sit down it wasn't chill
3: no yeah i did it wasn't chill me, i think when i was like 15 it
0: was an 16. accident yeah
1: and i was told oh it's just you know can you, super can you so could so just can we, buy that stuff you could buy it at the mm. gas stations Do you remember that The little we were just talking yeah. about this friend the little like pop tops like and then you just put it on top of your weed and, and it was wild literally your face would feel like it was melting off you know or it was never like the what idea is- that you could buy that at a gas station still blows my
0: mind it just goes back to the insanity of what you can and cannot buy in America, right? Yeah. Like, you can buy alcohol. I mean, you know, you can go to war, but you can't buy alcohol, right? right? Like, weed is illegal, yet no one's ever died from weed. Like, that's insane. You know? <laughs>
1: right. Fentanyl was, like, the number one killer of, you know, I think it was 18, ages 18 to 45, more than COVID, uh, suicide, car wrecks, and, like, two other statistics of, like, fentanyl but it's wildly prescribed and super available and it's
0: just such And a and I would say that like my biggest learning from COVID from the whole pandemic experience is realizing just how controllable people are. Yeah. Like if you just don't do what everyone else is doing in life, chances are you may find yourself in a different scenario, whether that's good or bad. Yeah. It's going to be, you're going to be in a different scenario. Yeah. But like, there are so many people that just follow orders blanketly from society because they think it's right because everyone else is doing it. Mm -hmm. If you can be one of those people that just makes decisions for yourself, I'm not saying like whether you took a vaccine or not, I don't care. Right. I'm just saying if you can make decisions for yourself and not always feel the pressure from other people, I feel like that's somewhere where your happiness is going to be found. Right. You know?
1: Yeah, I mean, sheep mentality is never really like... Have you, ever, have you ever heard of the, the, five, the five monkeys in the, in the pit? And so they would, you know, abuse them. If they tried to come out and get to the food, they'd abuse them and knock them down and shock them, whatever. And so then they take one of those monkeys, and it's four of them that have experienced it, and they add the fifth that has never experienced any of the abuse or whatever. And the four are like, Wh- whatever you do, do not try to climb that ladder. Do not. You're going to get shut. They warn of all the horrible stories, right? So it's over time. They swap out every last monkey that's ever experienced any of the actual trauma of trying to escape. And yet none of them ever escape, right? And once once it's all just sort of like folklore and you have those five that have never even experienced it itself, they just sort of like go off of what they've been told and what the, what the tribe said was safe.
0: That's such a crazy example. Isn't the other one with like, is it not ants, but there's another example of like something that's always pulling you down if you try to leave it. But yeah, it's like quicksand. Oh. Quicks- quicksand. <laughs> quicksand I'm not gonna remember, but that's a great. Thanks
1: for the quick answer suggestion, <laughs> but no.
0: <laughs> but that's a great, like, like that. There's another one. I'm not gonna remember it, but yeah. that's like the truth. Is that people will pull you down because it'll make them feel better about where they are at,
1: or it could be from completely like zero malice and all love and concern. Like, imagine if you'd like been told oh if you climb that ladder you're going to get shocked don't do it you know so you're really it's truly care i think about like
0: the biggest thing the difference is like between western and eastern medicine that's where that exists more than anything right right like doctors are trained to do this and if you're like oh well if i just eat a bunch of oregano they just look at you like are you stupid man like what are you like my brother and me fight all the time because he's (laughs) Fifth year resident as a surgeon, yeah. So like he's just trained deep in that stuff, and like every time I'm like, "Yeah, dude, I'm doing elemental diet for 13 days," he just looks at me like I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah, know? I love him, and he knows I'm doing stuff. Yeah, that's why you got to attack him from both angles.
3: Uh-huh.
1: but Woo! Yeah, man.
0: We've been doing it. It was a fun <laughs> podcast. This
1: was a really fun one. We're not good at finishing topics, that's for sure. I feel like we were everywhere and nowhere. But well, that, really I guess fun. that's a
0: good life, right? right. Topics never <laughs> <is> changing. <laughs> This is a question I asked you last time and I'm wondering if it's changed.
1: Oh, it hasn't. I already, well, I know what you're going to ask me and I laughed so hard. Is this the clip you put up?
0: I don't know which one I asked though, but it's...
1: Okay, go ahead.
0: Whether I said it or not, if you were to go back in time and you were to able to talk to a younger you, maybe mm-hmm. like 16 year old you, yeah. and you would have said to yourself, one, two, three things that could have saved you a ton of time, money, heartache, headache, all of that stuff. And it can't be. I wouldn't have said myself sure. anything because it made me who I am. And I yeah. can't say I would have invested no. in crypto and any of that <laughs> stuff. You know? Everybody's answer. Right? <laughs>
1: um, the first one that comes to mind is that you are the priority, and I like always put yourself first because the more you can, the like the quicker and the more you can come into alignment with yourself, whether it's through doing the work and the healing, whatever. The more what you attract is what it, you're seeking in the first place, you know? Like it, it's the things that you try to fill that space with. It's like, does that make sense? Right? So by making yourself the priority, you attract the life you want instead of chasing it. And um I love that. I'm gonna make myself cry. <laughs>
0: it,
1: girl. I would tell her that um you know, you're just, uh, you're really special and to believe it. And let's see a third thing. Do the work. Start now. It's not easy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't even commit, like commit to the work and, you know,
0: get a head start.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Like it's you. And that's kind of, that's actually where I'm at now. I'm like, okay, I'm 34. I felt this way when I was 27. Am I going to feel this way when I'm 40? No. And if that means I have to quit smoking weed or change up my life, do different things, I've never wanted to see a therapist. But if that's like, you know what I mean? You do the work. And imagine if I'd committed to that when I was 19, 18. Like one of my bigger goals in life is to have a family and have kids. And I laugh so hard. I'm such a child. Like there's no way I could have a kid right now. But imagine had you done the work from like square one. You know, I can't imagine what my life would be now. But I wouldn't change it. It's quite perfect as it is. Yeah. but yeah you
0: know the best part about that though is that when it all that happens because it all will happen this is yeah. how life works it all happens it all works out right you'll be so happy it worked out because you'll appreciate it right if you don't if you jump on the first op you don't appreciate <laughs> it you got to go through heartbreaks you got to go through sadness because right. then when you find it you'll hold it you know right. so that was beautiful and then you got the i love you tat that's become famous around the world
1: it's so crazy man i got it as like a mantra to me to remember like like between i and you you know kind of just me i love you and started with my best friend she's like i love that tattoo i'm gonna get that too and now it's at like 60 plus people and i've done a couple you know lines of clothing on it about to launch another clothing line and some merch i'm very very excited
0: and then how can people follow you follow the journey continue getting more Aubrey Marie, yeah, Ninja Aubrey Warrior, Two x about to be three.
1: <laughs> Instagram is my most active platform, so of course you can follow me there. And I mean, you know, goals of YouTube and that kind of thing. But yeah, find me on Instagram and follow my journey.
0: This has been the Damn Good Day Show. Special guest Aubrey Marie, appreciate ya. Uh, I excited you. Excited for man. round two, round <laughs> three is coming up.
1: Yeah, ice bath. We'll do an ice bath first, and we'll then do a live yeah.
0: podcast on the ice bath. Yes. Let's do She's it. So excited. <laughs> love you, Aubrey. Oh, I love love you, man. Thanks, guys.
2: Mm